Hey guys, this is the trailer for Dicey Outcomes Framework Scheme. This will be that campaign that goes from 3 to 5, 5 to 10, 10 to 15, and to level 20. This will be the main drive of the podcast, so without further ado, take a listen. You open your eyes and instantly see bright blues, whites, and yellows. We're above the cloud line and the golden sun shining bright on the clouds of Eberron, and as the old words teach, the dragon between. Sybaris, the dragon above, shines just faintly in the mid-morning sun. The shimmering ring of metallic glowing stones still present even during the daytime to the careful observer. Here, Eberron can be heard to the souls of those who need to hear it. However brief, moments like these are cherished on Eberron. A hundred-year war has just ended, and for better or for worse, Corvair is getting back to a normal it had long since forgotten. Calm, peaceful moments were once rare, and still are where our story takes place, in Sharn, the city of towers in Corvair. We dive our narrative down and through the cloud line. We approach the ever skyward advancing city of towers. Much like the mouth of a rebellious snake, thousands upon thousands of teeth-like structures fly up and quickly pass us as a small creature comes into view, a cat. One of a misfortune gray color and lying in a dirty cobblestone alley, barely wider than a milk crate. It lays heaving its chest. A leather collar can be seen around its neck. While it seems to have endured the same hardships as the cat, it has not grown with the cat. It is the only reminder of a home long gone, but not forgotten. It now works unwillingly to end this poor soul's life. The cat tries once more with its back claws, trying to free itself from its incredibly slow death. If it wasn't for a stray dog that had chased it this morning, this creature might have had a few more weeks of life. With its lungs burning and brain starving for air, it looks to the front of the alley, trying to call for help with a breath it does not possess. Unluckily, the call is still answered. A wind-blown, cursed figure makes its way unseen into the alley. Disguised as a wisp of smoke and devilish intent, it spots the defenseless cat. The unseen body lays low, walking on its limbs as if it was some kind of insidious, crab-like insect. It moves with unholy speed and forsaken vigor. It launches towards the cat, peering down to the unmoving animal. The creature was unseen to all, except the cat. Cats, like many animals of Eberron, have a sense lost to the humanoid races. One made to see the forces of pure intent or power. The cat peering up with its last few moments see the true shape of the creature. A shape we'll have to discuss another day. As if one of its lives gave way for another, a burst of life finds the cat's body. It tries to leap away with its back legs only to simply fall flat on its chest, not being able to do anything more. With it so close to death, the devilish being above it, it had no chance of escape. The being reached down with a smoky limb, grabbing the cat by its neck and raised it up a few feet. The cat tried to struggle, but it was near its end. You, the voice is called. It sounded as if the monsters created in Dolorum, the afterlife itself were speaking as one. We'll show them why they miss us, it called. And without any delay, the wisp and smoke-shaped creature snapped the neck of the animal in its hands sending its soul to the afterlife. 
The creature then breathed in a haunting breath, a small glowing orb appearing in its misty smoke body and blew gently on the cat before dropping its limp body to the ground and disappearing into the winds of the city once more. Our little feline friend laid on the ground, limp and lifeless. That is until a leg twitched, and then another, and then it quickly sat up as if waking from a deep, deep sleep. The cat's dirty, gray, matted fur has been restored in a blink of an eye to its natural short white hair. The leather collar around its neck, once a tool in its own death, has now been enlarged to fit its adult body and cleaned up as well with a new oily leather collar and small brass bells. Voices echoed in its head, commanding on what to do next. And for the first time in a long time, other than starving or fear, the cat felt joy, anticipation, and excitement for what was to come. As always, I want to tell you guys thank you for stopping by and taking a listen. Bye-bye.